Welcome to the Generations Church Podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and at Generations Church, we exist to glorify God in our community, to make disciples that make disciples, and to multiply churches so that the next generation is equipped to glorify God better than we did. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jeff Luddington, and each week we want to take the Sunday message and boil it down to something five minutes or less, summarizing it, maybe taking it in a different direction, while always aiming to make it more applicable. This Sunday, we are in Isaiah 13, talking about the prophecy of judgment over Babylon. The first verse says, This is the oracle or prophecy concerning Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw. So prophecy in the Bible most often or most always has two meanings, a fulfillment near the time that it's spoken and another larger meaning ultimately realized in Christ. Here, the destruction of Babylon is the first meaning. A nation will literally be destroyed in the way that God says it will be destroyed. And then the destruction of all that is evil in the world is the larger meaning that's fulfilled in Christ at his return. So why Babylon? Babylon in the New Testament has a ton of symbolism. In Revelation 14, it says, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She who made all nations drink the wine of her passion of sexual immorality. A couple chapters later, it'll call Babylon the mother of prostitutes and the earth's abominations, drunk with the blood of saints and the blood of martyrs in Jesus. Again, it'll go on and say, All nations have drunk the wine of passion of Babylon's sexual immorality. The kings of the earth have committed immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her. And then at the end of chapter 18, Revelation will say a mighty angel will take a stone like a great millstone and throw it into the sea, saying, so will Babylon the great be thrown down with violence and it will be found no more. So Babylon is not only a nation that exists in the Old Testament and is destroyed before the birth of Christ, but Babylon lives on as a symbol of a corrupt and broken world that we all live in. So Isaiah is is portraying this, what's going to happen to Babylon. And it's interesting, Babylon isn't even a large nation at the time. In fact, Assyria is, and God has already prophesied that Assyria is going to come in and wipe out Judah. And he's going to take the people of God captive for their disobedience. But after Assyria falls, they will fall to Babylon, and Babylon will take the Jewish people, take the people of God in, and make them captive in Babylon. And for that, God will judge Babylon. So the first few verses are this. It's, it's this painting a picture of an army coming to destroy Babylon. It tells of uh, foot soldiers and, and the sound that would come in and, and the destruction that will take place from this army. And then it'll say, Wail, for the day of the Lord is near. Behold, the day of the Lord comes. Now the day of the Lord is the day that Babylon is destroyed, as God foretells. But the day of the Lord ultimately also means the destruction of all the corruption in the world when Jesus comes and reigns. Verse 11 says, and Isaiah 13 says, I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will put an end to the pomp of the arrogant and lay low the pompous pride of the ruthless. God is saying, I will destroy the world and punish evil. God will punish sin. God will punish the arrogant. He will punish the ruthless. And so it goes on to talk about the utter destruction of the nation Babylon. In verse 17, it says, Behold, God speaking, I am stirring up the Medes against them who have no regard for silver and do not delight in gold. He's saying, here's the nation that's going to destroy Babylon. It's media. It's the people called the Medes. And what's interesting about this is the Medes at this point, when Isaiah 
pronounces this prophecy over Babylon. Not only is Babylon not the nation in charge, but the Medes are barely on the map. And the idea is that 200 years almost, just shy of 200 years before it happens, a nation that's not in power will be in power, and a nation that is very small is going to rise in power and dominance and conquer them. The reason I say this is 200 years roughly before it happens, God prophesies about a nation being destroyed. And he does so that we know his words are trustworthy. That 200 years in advance, God can tell us what's going to happen. And he does that so that we know the future prophecy, the big pieces about Jesus are true. Jesus in John 16 says, I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. No matter where you are in life, no matter what the world has dealt you, Jesus will overcome this world. And if you're in Christ, you can have peace.